Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Carl Dieter's going to hang around with us because he's really interested in this uh, kind of situation at the moment. Uh, survivalist, maybe. Uh, Carl, are you waiting for Doomsday or something like that? Are you planning on it? or do you No, think... no, but I've, I've always been kind of interested in, in survivalism. Are you a Doomsdayer? No, I'd be a backwoodser. So, like, I, I used to go out and just go up in, in the woods with kind of very little provision and, and see how I get on up there. Would you? So like, I, I, yeah, well, I respect, I respect outdoor life. Like, I love... I lo- I love being outdoors and, and up in the middle of nowhere. Right. But I, I, I enjoy it without thinking that the zombie apocalypse is coming. All right, okay, okay. Well, I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Uh, Frank Deegan, by the way, is an Irish survivalist who is preparing for life after the apocalypse. Uh, Frank Deegan is well-armed, has boxes of dried food, a generator, security cameras, all over his house outside Kilkenny, and Frank joins us on the line. Frank, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Frank? No, how are you getting on there? Frank, now firstly, let, let's, the word apocalypse, you know, that, that kind of sends shivers down my spine. I, I, do you plan on it? Is that happening soon? Do, do you have any idea when that might happen? Or do, what's the no, reason? No, what's the reason no, for it? I think, I think the reason the, the word apocalypse comes into is uh, something down the road is going to happen and everybody feels something's coming down our way, you know? We don't know what's coming. Yeah. So, um, great example here now is the coronavirus coming in at the moment. That's uh, an apocalyptic adventure. Ah, it's not theory. really. I mean, it's, it's, it's not even, it's not even as dangerous as the flu. Spanish flu killed 18 million people in 1918 yeah, during the war. Yeah, but the flu killed the flu kills thousands of people every single year here. In the, well, it kills thousands in this country alone. Uh, millions worldwide every single year, but we don't talk yeah, about but, it. But that's apocalyptic. That's what you're saying. So, yeah. no, what, what, what we're, basically, uh, we're basically looking at as backwoods, back to nature, uh, the way we're able to look after ourselves when, when the infrastructure of the... Uh, the modern infrastructure falls apart, like um, shopping, and you can't you can't go in and get your your groceries and whatever. You won't be able to get a slice of our pan of Brennan's bread anymore. <laughs> oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that was the big thing there a couple of years ago. Was the Brennan's bread. <laughs> Once you have the Brennan's bread, you're grand. Sure. So yeah. listen, when do, when do you predict that? Apart from obviously you mentioned the coronavirus. I mean, are you worried about climate? Are you worried about natural disasters? Is there anything in particular that worries you as such? There's nothing, there's nothing that worries me. I sleep nice at night, you know. Um, but at the, end, at the back of my mind, I know if there's some major disaster or catastrophe, um, say we were living over in, in, in the States near the Yellowstone National Park. That's a, a yeah, smoke you've got, gone over there. Yeah, you've got a super That's volcano under that. Super volcano. And yeah. they know that the, the land is rising by a couple of feet every year. So that means that it, it's, it, it's active there. We are in probably one of the most safest countries in the world. Ge- well, geographically, for disasters, apart from the odd flood every now and again, I wouldn't say the people like Claire would be agreeing with uh, you today. And the inch of snow. Like, the inch of snow kills us all. I know, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what, what have you got in your house in Kilkenny? You've got, well, the security camera's okay. Well, look, we all, everybody had, nowadays a lot of people have security cameras, not a big deal. But you have a generator and boxes. How many boxes of dried food have you got? Oh, Jesus, sure. I have uh, enough food to go three or four months, you know, just for myself and the family, immediate family. Right. Um, but but at, at, at the turn of the hat, like within the space of a few days, I could really boost that rate up real fast, you know. Right. Um, What's a, we, we, have, we have a fairly intensive group of people that we've got various skills or skills set. Carl here just jumping in real quick so like how would that food protect you from say coronavirus or like what are the events that you think might be coming along that you need this stuff for well 
that's a great example because look at it, there's a run in Italy at the moment. Uh, people have gone out and the shops have been cleared because they know they're going to have to spend the next two weeks inside in the house and they can't get out to get the food. So that run. I, I can actually relate to Frank. I actually have a well. Did you know that? You have a well? And a shotgun. Have you? <laughs> well, well, it says here, by the way, Frank, that you're well armed as well. So you have a, you have a gun as the well. If coronavirus comes near my house, I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Frank, have you, have you, you, you've got a licensed shotgun as well, have you? No, I just have a two-two, uh, two-two rifle. But. So I, I used to fire one of them in the FCA. That, I actually did my marksman training on a two-two rifle. Do you remember? Well, you didn't do well, well, much because a two-two would barely kill a squirrel. So I know. Your, your, your marksmanship wasn't a three oh eight. No, I, that's uh, no. That's we, same on the FCA. I started off at a two-two and then I moved to a three oh three. Uh-huh. The 303 yeah. is normally in Brens or something. Uh, that no, like no, not a Bren. It was, it, was it, was it, was it a Lee Enfield? 303303 that for in case anyone tries to steal your dried food. God, no, no. I for shooting rabbits. Ah, shooting rabbits and, 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 and small, small critters around the house. You know, critters, thanks to the Do you have a work. safe room or a bomb shelter, Anthony? Like no, that? I don't. So uh, you knock on full mat. My bomb shelter and all my family and friends know where my bomb shelter is. Underneath the bed. Side of my <laughs> in my so it's not like Ruby Ridge or anything like that. <laughs> no. You're not like a Waco Kilkenny type. So thing. you're not really prepared for the, the nuclear attack, are you? Well, look, I don't think nuclear is going to happen. But come here, I was coming back from Wexford yesterday and I was just driving over the brand new Sprankin Bridge, uh, the bridge there, the Rose Fitzgerald Kennedy Bridge. And I saw a uh, I saw um, a shooting star. And I just thought to myself, if that had been any kind of uh, a meteorite or whatever, and that was aiming for say new, uh, for Kilkenny for Iceland, for Iceland. <laughs> for how long do I have before it hits and before I get home and if it hits before I get home my shite is in the attic and I'm going to lose the whole lot of it well it's saying that if, that, it, well, if it, it did hit I should, mean, should, should the tsunami <laughs> alone and, 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 and you'd be, and all, be all dead yeah, Frank yeah you'd be brown bread you'd be floating in the Atlantic with be, your dried foods yeah you'd be toasted <laughs> well, Frank I, 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 I love what I do I think, I, I think it's a, a well it's a, a hobby passion, isn't a it it's a great hobby I think yeah because I, I, I believe I get out camping in the woods with a lot of lads I was just going to say that you and the lads are out in the woods on a regular basis Shooting and yeah, skinning animals, naked, all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Telling stories around the campfire, eating beans and fire, fooling each other for for, for real. (laughs) (laughs) And and would you do the whole thing? Do you sleep in a hammock? In a hammock, like till the first can of beer opens up, that's it. Everything's gone out the window, and then it becomes broke back mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Carl is getting really excited here. He really wants to join us for a weekend. Take me fishing. We have a nature reserve down in. in, uh, uh, they're near New Ross called uh, River Hollow. Anybody ever wants to come along, they, they loads of people come down to camp overnight. In the nudes? No. <laughs> I thought, sorry, I thought you said a nature reserve. <laughs> You're thinking a naturist reserve. You know, Niles no, says I'm the one getting excited. I think you might be on a bit of a HO there. 
there's a wood nature reserve, so uh, so we have it all. It's, it's layered out for uh, tarps and, and hammocks, um, and then you have areas there if you want to use tents. Because I tried to sleep in a hammock once. I tried and they're desperately yeah, to get into total. What we have is chemical toilets. That's it. Yeah, but I tried to sleep in a hammock once, Frank, and I, I couldn't even get into the thing. I kept falling back over the again. Yeah, try try getting into a <laughs> hammock doing it sober. Two beers. <laughs> I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> so there's eighty survivalists in Ireland, I believe, who. Is there? I actually think, yeah, I think there's way more. Because you know, I, I, I think to a degree, there's people who would qualify. Like if you enjoy hunting, fishing, camping, mm. in a way, yeah, it's not bad. Miles it's a, away I, I know I do it in the summer. Camp, you know? I wouldn't do it in the winter. I do it in the summer. Oh, I'm, no, I'm a fair weather. Huh? We've done it in minus fifteen. Ah, it? stop! I wouldn't. You wouldn't catch me doing that. And it got kind of cold, all right, but we, we had some... Kind of cold, minus 15. <laughs> but you see, we're wearing the right gear. If you're wearing the right clothes, especially some people with regardless, oh, you're wearing camo gear and all that. It's designed by the Army. It's designed to work outdoors, and it's designed to be waterproof. It's yeah. designed to do exactly as it does. A good North Face jacket would do you there, wouldn't it? Well, yes, yes, it could, but has it been tested by the Army? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh, so you reckon you're prepared for three months... Oh, I could do it. I could do three months standing on my head, I'd say. Yeah, that'd be handy enough. And, and do you know um, all the survival tricks for making fire without a lighter? Which oh, not, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I've been doing this for over 20 years, and I just love it as a hobby, you know. And I, and I like to pass it on as well to some of the younger guys who come along and, and, and their family, and they bring out their kids as well, you know. And they have a great time, and the kids get interested. In it. And then when you see the kids then they're growing up, and they're still at it when they're 16, 17. I still, can't, that, that's great. I, I still can't make fire out of two sticks, to be honest with you. Uh, well, the There's an act hard, to it now. Two sticks is a bit hard, but we just use a, a fire lighter or something. Yeah, <laughs> we use a fire lighter. But you... Box of matches is probably easier. Less than two sticks of silver. I'll be a gunpowder gun out of your... Out of your uh, Frank, I think, your, you, we, I think we should film Niall with two sticks sometime, and then uh, then you can show him that all you need is a waterproof match. <laughs> let him, oh, let him yeah, hack yeah. away there for a half hour. It's uh, trying to light a fire in the wet. That's even a, that's a great one. I've done it a lot of times, and there's ways around it. little tricks in the trade that you can do. Well, but, so how do you light a fire in the wet? Uh, if if the wood is all damp and everything, how do you light the fire? Uh, okay, if you can find some dead standing timber, the middle of it is always going to be dry. If it's off the ground, it will always be dry. You just, you just feather it back and you'll find the dry part in there. Um, Vaseline is petroleum jelly. That, that lights from the spar. Uh, so a bit, a bit of Vaseline is like petroleum Vas- jelly. Vaseline and cotton oh, wool. Shit. Vaseline and, and Jeez, we put that on our faces. Up. I'm glad you don't have a cigarette when you have that in your face, it'll blow you up. I Both didn't know that. So Vaseline and Vaseline so Vaseline's petroleum jelly, you put that in your dried wood and you get your old flint and that will light up like a she's beautiful, yeah. Right, okay. Always does. Always bring Vaseline if you're ever doing survivalist stuff. That's what I'm hearing. And also a rubber tube, a rubber bit of rubber inner tube will light even if it's wet. What's the rubber dinner so tube for? A rubber inner tube from a tyre, a bike tyre. For what? Bit of, you just light it and it'll always stay lit. Oh, right, because it's rubber, of course. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it, it stays light and it has a high, high, um, higher burn rate than, than a match, for example. Okay, so if, if your average person kind of got lost in the wild, what are the main things they need to do to stay alive? So if I, if I went out and I got lost for some reason tonight and I'm out in yeah. the middle of the Dublin mountains and I haven't a clue where I am, in the middle of Glenlock yeah. somewhere, what what do I do immediately? So it's a cold out night tonight. Okay, it's probably about one degree. So what do I need? What do I need to do first? Cuddle up to the person oh. you got lost with, <laughs> Frank. <laughs> so okay. What? Um, 
Seriously, no, but it, it depends on the time of the year, it depends on the location, depends on what you're doing. Say you're doing it in autumn, okay, and there's loads of leaves all over the place. Leaves have, have a great insulation property themselves, but once you get yourself off the ground, so if you get a couple of fallen logs or something and you make a, a leaf bed and cover yourself with these leaves, you're off the ground and you have a kind of a terminal blanket. The more leaves, the better. Right. If you ever pass by a timber merchants and you always see the smo- uh, smoke, uh, steam coming off a hill, I just saw it there today when I was passing by a place that makes back mulch. It's always smoking. You know, right. it, it, he, uh, timber gives off its own natural heat anyway. Right. That's a small thing. So off the ground, off the damp, and uh, out of the wind, and if you can get a fire going alongside that, it, it, you're halfway there. And then bring your mates to come and get at you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and if you ha- oh, and if you have, if you have an old phone with you, uh, pre-2015 or something like that, and any kind of a knife or a sharp instrument, you can pop the battery on, on the old phones, and they will short and make immediate flames. Right. It just burst into flame. Right. Like that. Okay, so the battery itself will actually burst into flames. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah, you've just wasted yeah. your good phone that you can't ring somebody yeah, to come rescue. You. you can't ring your buddy. That's no, no. more beer, will <laughs> So, I mean, do you have any outings, yearly outings, where you all go out and get lost together? Yeah, we, we do it the whole time. So we do um, every six weeks or so. But we use the River Hollow Nature Reserve. They're obviously got very good at it because they keep coming back. <laughs> I know, we keep, we keep finding ourselves, you see. Uh, Glengarra is our, our main place down below in Tipperary, and that's a great spot. It's a natural, um, totally wild uh, timberland, and there's, there's, there's no infrastructure at all of any description down there. Minus 15 go? was in Glengarra. Uh, not Glengarra. Minus 15 was in uh, Glengarra, so... Okay. That was a great, great spot. Can, can anybody go, or do you have to like? Get yeah, no, or... totally. Anybody can go. Just go on if you want to see what we do. Go on to the Irish Survivalist Group uh, ISG, and it's on Facebook. We don't have a website, but Irish Survivalist Group ISG Facebook, and have a look and click the join, and you can come in and, and if you click on the files, any information you need on any kind of an event that we think might happen. So there's a health like, you know, If you, if you were to lock down there, like, survivalists would be a friendly bunch. It wouldn't be, like, you know, the scene from Deliverance. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Squeal like a pig, boy! If you got a banjo, bring it. <laughs> yeah, we got a banjo. <laughs> Frank, you have you ever tickled a fish? That, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever t- What's this, yeah, about tickling a fish and, licking, and licking a frog? No, tickling really? a yeah, fish. Lick- tickling is, is a way of catching fish. I don't know if you can do it in Ireland. People oh, do it in America. catfish, yes. Okay. And what's the other thing about li- licking a frog? Licking frogs is like cane toads to get high. That's nothing to do with it. But, but they're, they're supposed to have medicinal purposes, haven't they? Yeah, it gets you off your head. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm assuming, Frank, there's no um, you know, alcohol or any kind of drugs or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> we, no, there's no drugs, absolutely zero drugs. We might have a, a snibble of pork at Christmas. You right. know what I mean? I get you, I get you. Or you have a bottle of pork chicken ring with you. And when, when's, the, when's the next uh, meet? I think we're coming up around March, so it'll be in the next week after Paddy's Day, so we're in around the 25th of March, uh, would be our one in River Hollow. And then that starts off the whole season then, so every other week after that. Right, okay. Well, I have to say, it sounds it sounds great crack to be oh, honest Oh, absolutely. With you. Everybody's invited and everybody's uh, more than welcome to come down. And some people do come there, they really enjoy it and they're coming back year after year. And then some people just, it's just not for them. Some people want to do the real survival, you know, get three items and off you go. And yep, there you go, boy. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I'd say, well, I, I have to say, I, I, I know there's a lot of people do it in the States because, of course, you've got the wilderness out there. But, I mean, Ireland, is, there's lots of wildernesses over here, too. I mean, they can do it in as well. It is. Uh, we yeah. went on a five-day trip down to Killarney National Park. We had uh, four canoes with us, and we didn't see another cinema for five days. Yeah. But that was absolutely amazing. Killarney National Park, Upper Lake, down to Killorgan, down in Dingle Bay. Absolutely fantastic. Well, look, if we people know. want more information, then go to your Facebook page, ISG. Is the I Facebook page? I'm yeah. going. I'm, I'm going. Go. I think we should go. Okay. I'm, I'm going. Yeah, we're, we should go. I'm serious. Come I'm down. Going. I'll, I'll send you an invitation. Click <laughs> on the in. link and I'll send it to you. All right, listen, Frank. It's been lovely talking to you. Hell, lad. Thanks very much. All right, there you go, Frank Deegan, who is from the Irish Survivalists, and uh, you go to the Facebook page ISG. It does sound like good crack, by you. And here's the sound of dueling banjos. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.